the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He spent over 40 years in and around the restaurant industry. He's been an owner and an operator. He's a member of the Colorado Restaurant Hall of Fame. For over 30 years, his radio shows have been keeping you updated on the ever-changing Colorado restaurant scene, where he invites you to join him, both on the air and for meals at area restaurants. He's Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. Get it on. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show on AM 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer in Colorado Springs, emanating out of Denver Studios at 225 and Parker on News Talk 710-KNUS, a simulcast all up and down the front range. Happy to have you with me. Happy to have you aboard this Sunday, July 23rd. It is seven minutes after 10. Hopefully you are having a good day so far. Hopefully, the next couple of hours will make it even a little bit better. Studio show today, taking your calls, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. I was going to give away a gift certificate last week. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I forgot I was going to give away a gift certificate to Trestles. I haven't quite sorted out what I'm going to do today, but everybody that calls will go into a drawing you know what? The Taste of Douglas County is coming up on August 17th. That's less than one month away. It'll actually technically uh, be three weeks uh, from this coming Thursday. And I've got tickets. It's always a fun event. We always have about 2,000 people, maybe 30, 35 vendors to include the View House and the Rock Yard Brewery, Black Eyed Pea, and many, many more. Also, we're going to have beverages from Coyote Gold Margaritas. We're going to have Purgatory Wine there as well. So uh, maybe I'll give away some tickets to that. I haven't quite sorted that out, but uh, I will get that sorted out here in the next few minutes. I'm on a road trip. You know I enjoy my road trips. I loaded Bailey the Mexican Street Dog in the car recently and we took off and you know what i've had a great time i've been to a ghost town i've been to a town that was on the union pacific west coast railroad where it was named there were three guys working on the railroad and they decided that they had to come up with a name they threw their names in a hat and that's why there is the town of Kelso, California. So anyway, I've been enjoying myself. Uh, I've tried a restaurant. Yes, I tried a restaurant that is in Denver, two locations, and coming to Colorado Springs called Dave's Hot Chicken. It is good. You know, every Saturday we do a show from 10 o'clock until 1 o'clock, in Colorado Springs, and that's Colorado Springs-centric. 
every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5, we do a show in Denver. We try to make that a little bit more Denver-oriented. But on Sunday, we span the globe. We go all up and down the front range. We do a simulcast in both markets, three stations. So one of the things that we are going to do today is we are going to talk with a Colorado Springs restaurateur that just sold after 38 years. And, you know, he called me up. I've known him for a number of years. And he said, Mike, I'd like to say goodbye to people. And I said, you are more than welcome to airtime on my show. In the next hour, we're going to talk about a food festival that is a really, <laughs> really good one. Not the taste of Douglas County. That's great. But we're going to talk in the second hour about the taste of down to the land of the pines that of course is the carolinas that serious rucker wagon wheel isn't that a great song he says that he never ever goes anywhere never appears anywhere whether it's a lounge act or a full stadium when the crowd doesn't scream we want to hear wagon wheel it's a great song i want to thank jim nichols for putting that into my bumper music 303-696-1971 all right Nielsen streaming top 10 suits S-U-I-T-S leads with 2 billion minutes watched after Netflix debut. The bear lands at number five. All right. So you know what? I told you that about three weeks ago, On the 4th of July, I was enjoying a barbecue with a few folks, and somebody brought up the TV series Suits. I said, I've never heard of it. I decided to watch it. And I'm going to tell you something. It is eight seasons, and it is good. It is about a New York power law firm. And The casting is excellent. I think the storylines are terrific. I think the cinematography is absolutely over the top. And I raved about it last week. So I read this article and I said, hmm, Suits leads the Nielsen top 10 with over 2 billion minutes watched. I wonder if that has anything to do with me plugging it on the Mike Boyle restaurant show? Probably not. Matter of fact, Luis Gonzalez doing a nice job producing the show. Probably could have sarcastically hit a rim shot there. But you know what? And then I looked at the article and I said, it was for the week, last week of June. But it's on Netflix. It had been on Peacock. And I believe you could get it on both. But it is really really an enjoyable series. And after a long day of driving around, seeing different things on my road trip, experiencing some different cuisines, it's kind of nice to get back to my abode and watch a little bit of Suits. I would suggest you go to season one. It ran from 2011 to 2019. And I don't know why I never heard of it. Apparently, it was very popular back then, but it's 
enjoying a resurgence. And the casting is with people other than Meghan Markle. Yep, that Meghan Markle, the lady that's married to Prince Harry. Um, You, I don't think, unless you're really a really immersed in the television series and television culture and television shows, I don't think that you... Gabriel Mach, M-A-C-H-T. I had never heard of him. If I had ever seen him in a show, I don't remember it. But he plays the lead. And, man, this show was so popular. I looked up how they did. And these folks pulled big bucks for each episode. Maybe not Jennifer Aniston Friends money, but, boy, they did very, very well. And after the show discontinued after eight seasons, a number of them have taken a pretty good hiatus. And I guess if you're getting 400, 500, $600,000 per episode, every season has eight episodes. I beg your pardon, has 16 episodes. So, you know, 500,000, 16 episodes, that's what? Eight mil, so uh, maybe you can afford to take a little bit of time off. But I would suggest if you're looking for something, there is so much rubbish on television. And I don't care if it's the news channels. I don't care if it's the network TV. I don't care if it's some of the top series. There is a bunch of of real rubbish out there. And I think that if you, you know, I would put this up there with Reacher, Lee Child's Reacher, with the casting that's been done there. I'd put it up there with Bosch. I'd put it up there with Lincoln Lawyer. So uh, maybe that's something for you to, uh, I know that it's pretty warm in Colorado, and maybe you want to Enjoy a little bit of the summer heat. Get out and cut the grass and wash the car. Maybe go for a bike ride. Get a little bit of exercise. But maybe when it's time to settle down, you uh, want to turn on suits. And I and I think it'll draw you in. I think that you will enjoy it. And I'm in season four. Um, that doesn't mean that I've given up my life. But I do watch. Like I said, I finish the dinner. Get Bailey taken care of. And I sit down and watch maybe three episodes, and so you're knocking them out pretty good, but uh, I've really enjoyed it. On a sad note, speaking of entertainment, Tony Bennett died this week, 96 years old. The crooner, I left my heart in San Francisco. That was not Tony Bennett. But uh, I think you get my drift. You know what? San Francisco, we love that town. Probably died of a broken heart. Uh, but it, what they've done to that town. But 96 years old, Tony Bennett. And Mike of Mickey's Top Sirloin, 86 years old. Started that restaurant in 1962. Passed away this week. What a wonderful, wonderful man. Trace Welch, the owner. He said, we're going to keep right on rolling. He actually bought it from Mike or Mickey about seven years ago. So a little bit of news there. Let's do this. Louis Sharoda of Louis Pizza in Colorado Springs sold his five restaurants. 
And I said, well, you ought to come on and just thank the listeners. So we're going to talk to Louie in the next segment. Then we're going to take a break. Then I'm going to take your call. 303-696-1971. the Mike Ball Restaurant Show, I mentioned to you that early last week I got a call from Louis Sherota, Louis Pizza, 38 years, five locations in Colorado Springs, I mean a monster, they do big, big business, 125 schools, get a call from the Air Force Academy when the new class of students come in, yeah, we can do 500 pizzas for you, church says, we want to feed our parishioners this Sunday. Can you do 250 pizzas and have them delivered? Yeah, we can do that. Well, he started in the pizza business when he was about 15, 16 years old in Detroit. His dad owned a place. His dad wanted to sell it. He said, no, I'll take it. Operated it for about 15 years, sold, moved to Colorado Springs, started opening stores in Colorado Springs, had a 37, 38-year run. Sold out this week, and I thought that we would be remiss if we did not get him on and recognize that success. Longevity is success. Yes, you measure it in money, but you also measure it in time. So anyway, we've got him on, and I wanted to just pay a little bit of a tribute to him because he has been an unbelievable contributor not only to our shows, not only to our public, but to our community. Louie, welcome to the show, and uh, happy retirement. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the kind words and thoughts. And uh, It's been a long run, 56 years in the pizza business. And, and well, now i got to go buy a pizza. How am I going to do that? <laughs> You mean you didn't negotiate that into the contract when you sold your places? I messed up. I should have put that in there. Well, my guess is that you probably did pretty well on the sale. You probably can afford to buy a pizza. And knowing you, you will go out and buy pizzas, whether it's from your Louis locations, whether it's from Billy's Old World Pizza in uh, at Cimarron and I-25, whether it's uh, Grinelli's in Castle Rock, whether it's some independent all up and down the front range, my guess is that you'll probably be all right. You'll be able to find yourself a pizza. Am I am I reasonably accurate on that? Oh, absolutely. Just now i got to pay for them. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, you sh- you'll, you'll be all right. Um, Louis, I wanted to get you on because I wanted to make sure that listeners knew that Louis Pizzas are going to continue to operate. You vetted your sale, the, the buyer, very closely. You had many, many offers over the years. Um, some were looky lose, some were tire kickers, some were legitimate. But you had some things that you wanted to make sure were carried on, whether it was the name, the recipes, the employees. Talk a little bit about that, please. Well, Mike, the biggest thing of even deciding to sell was a hard decision to make. But I wanted to make sure my employees were taken care of. I wanted to make sure my customers could still trust the brand. 38 years, I mean, we got moms, dads, grandpas, 
kids that have been buying from us for generations, and it sure would be fantastic to see the name and quality continue. And I interviewed a lot of people, and yes, you're right, I rejected a lot of offers because I just didn't think they would carry on. And I think Nathan will. So that's what we're hoping for. And all the employees are still there. Nobody changed over. Well, and like I said, I mentioned in, I mentioned earlier in the show that uh, Nathan does not come from a hospitality background. He doesn't come from a pizza background. But he knew a winner when he saw it. And I think that we might even be able to see some other things going forward. Louis, over the last couple of years, you received two, three, four, five offers from people to take over their pizza business, their lease. You received offers from landlords whose pizza places didn't make it to go in to a ready-to-run, put-up-a-Louis sign, do-your-thing, and go to a sixth, seventh, eighth location. And you just kind of said, you know what, I, I, it sounds to me, you've talked to me, you've had extensive conversations with me, that you kind of knew that you were getting close to the end of the line. Maybe we'll see those sixth, seventh, and eighth locations with Nathan Ball taking over your five stores. I think we will. He's got a lot of plans for not dreams, but ideas about more stores, where they're going to be, how to utilize my manager's part ownerships, maybe, uh, different things to incentivize my current managers that have been with me 20, 25, 30 years, giving them a future. Uh, you're right. I was kind of getting kind of old for this. Time for some new young blood to come on in with some new fresh ideas growth and different things like that downtown will be the biggest one they're gonna they already applied for the beer and wine license for the downtown location so so we're looking forward to a lot of good things happening with them well and there's talk about maybe getting a liquor license beer and wine license at the top location so uh yeah i i there's going to be a new energy that's that's for sure and you know for listeners that may not know <clears throat> Louis would get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to meet the trucks delivering the product for his restaurant. And, yeah, he still found the energy. He still found the enthusiasm. But in a lot of ways, Louis, it's a young man's game. New ideas, uh, technology. I didn't have to do the things I did. I just chose to do that. But now he can put that effort into growth, into promotions, into new ideas. And, Mike, you had mentioned he didn't have any experience in the food industry. That is one of the reasons I picked him. Because he has no experience, he's willing to latch on to my employees, to my products, my quality, the type of things we do, and then expand on that. So I am pretty confident right now that my employees are a lot more valuable to him they're going to make a, continue to make a great product. He has no intention whatsoever of changing any of the items we use. So I'm looking forward to him becoming successful and opening more locations. Do you see him continuing on with your um, close uh, affiliation, relationship with 
120, 125 schools in the Pikes Peak region? Absolutely. He realizes that the community is everything. Schools, churches, uh, donations to different charities. He realizes that's what that's that was me. I that's who I am, and I think he will continue that. Yes. Well, and I because I think that <clears throat> I think a big part of his coming into the Colorado Springs pizza scene will be measured by that. People will be watching, and you know as well as I do that. Uh, you know, if you, if you're working with a hundred schools, but you're not working with one, the one seems to the squeaky wheel seems to get the grease. And so, I'm glad to hear that he's looking. I'm. Well, let me ask you this on a self-serving note: Does he plan on continuing on with the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show and our listeners? <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. He sees how valuable you and your listeners are and have been for the last. Well, we never decided, 10, 12 years. Yeah. Well, and listeners, every remote on every station in this market for years, I don't care whether it's been a Saturday festival at a car dealership, whether or not it's been something going on on a Saturday afternoon with another station, come on by, we got Louie's Pizza's. Have you ever stopped to think of how many pizzas you have provided for radio remotes over the years, Louie? To be honest with you, I try not to think about that. It might be it might send <laughs> shockwaves through my bank account and my mind. But, you know, Mike, that's that's who we are. This city has been incredible to me. It's so generous. They help me anytime I need it. It's my way of saying thank you. Whenever we do any of this stuff, it's my way to to pay back, to say thank you. For 38 years, they've supported me. Uh, I can't tell the city how thankful I am to them, how grateful. Well, and I want listeners to know that on Saturday, August 3rd, we will be doing the large one-topping pizzas for five ninety-five at all five Louis locations. I'll be at the store on Tut. And folks all up and down the front range, love to have you come. Come to see me. Louis will be there. He'll be available for selfies. He'll be available for tears and hugs and handshakes, but to say goodbye. And it'll be a great opportunity for you to meet the new owner, Nathan Ball, and get yourself a great deal on pizzas and sub sandwiches and Pepsi products. Uh, I'll have tickets to the Taste of Douglas County. We may be doing a little bit of an incentive there. So that will be on Saturday, August 5th. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. I'm going to let him go, but folks, he has been a wonderful, wonderful contributor to the community, to the listeners of this show, to me personally, and I'm going to miss him, but I know him as a buddy, so I'll be seeing him, but I just want you to know that you can continue on eating and enjoying your great Louis pizza. Louis, we're going to go ahead and let you go. Enjoy your retirement. I'll see you on the 5th. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, a little Garth Brooks, a little rodeo in Mexico. You know what? I did not take a road trip this week to Mexico, but I'm going to tell you about it next week. Uh, you know what? I've seen some fun stuff, had some good times. I visited where Harry Bosch, you know who Harry Bosch is, Detective Harry Bosch, 
the Michael Conley book series, more recently the Bosch television series. I visited where he likes to go with his daughter Maddie when he wants to get away from the rigors of being an LAPD detective. Yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that next week. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Also, before I get to our calls, Carl Erskine is being honored this week. E-R-S-K-I-N-E. Who is Carl Erskine? Carl Erskine was a pitcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers, later the Los Angeles Dodgers. He was a teammate of Jackie Robinson. He grew up in Anderson, Indiana, went on to a stellar career. He also worked with the Shriver family on Special Olympics, getting Special Olympics started. He and his wife had four children, healthy. When they had their fifth child, Jimmy, he was born with Down syndrome. And, you know, that was back in the days when children that had a defect or a special need or whatever the terminology is were institutionalized. And at the hospital, it was suggested that maybe Jimmy needs to be institutionalized. And Carl's wife from the hospital bed looked at Carl, looked at the doctor and said, he's not going anywhere except going home with us. Carl, you go home and you tell our other kids that we've got Jimmy coming home and we're going to need a little help and he's got some needs. And they raised that young man and built him a house out and back. He still lives in Anderson, Indiana. He's 96 years old. I've had him on the air. I've met the man back when I've gone to Indianapolis to go to baseball games back there. And they got Jimmy a job at a local Applebee's. And Carl one day was thanking the manager, and he said, you know, thank you very much for giving Jimmy a job. And he says, I wish I had every employee like Jimmy. He shows up, he works hard, he never causes any problems. He's a great, great, great employee. Well, Carl Erskine is going to be recognized by the Baseball Hall of Fame this weekend for a Lifetime Achievement Award. He's 96 years old. He's not doing particularly well. They're going to do it virtually. But they've also made a movie about him. He was introduced one time by the mayor of Indianapolis, And he introduced him as the best we've got. And there's a movie out about Carl Erskine. And I'm having a little trouble finding it. I'm having a little bit of trouble uh, accessing it. But I think that it might be something worth your while, something you might enjoy. Maybe something to watch with your family, with your kids. And uh, because he has dedicated his life to doing good for other people. All right, 303-696-1971, Carl Erskine, the best we've got. Uh, I'll try to see it and let you know what I think. I hope you would see it and let me know what you think. 303-696-1971, let's go to David in Thornton. David, how are you today? Not too bad for an old man. You You were talking yesterday about Santiago's restaurant, you know, 
years ago. Oh, my, Santiago's. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, years ago, my uh, my folks lived in Brighton. Of course, they passed away quite a few years ago. But I used to go to Santiago there in Brighton when I went to visit them, and they had, without a doubt, one of the best things you could eat. And that was their Indian taco. It was out of sight. David, you know, um, what David's referencing is that no matter what community you live in, you get a Colorado community newspaper, a Colorado media. Uh, Castle Rock, we have the news press. Parker, you've got the Chronicle. And they put out every year a best of the best 2023 um, or whatever the year happens to be, obviously, a winner's guide. And it's where people in those respective markets get to vote on their favorite, whether it's a lube oil and filter place, whether it's a nail salon, whether it's breakfast, whatever it happens to be. And Santiago's typically picks up locations that have been something else. So they don't have to build the brick and mortar. Um, There's generally the bathrooms are already in, the hoods are already in. And it was amazing because there's probably 15 towns from Arvada to Westminster and Wheat Ridge where the burrito, the best breakfast burrito was Santiago's. David, I think that the Santiago's you are talking about in Brighton, especially... You've told me you are a little older, so obviously it was many, many years ago. Was the Santiago's in Brighton a brick and mortar? Was it a restaurant where you went and sat down? Yeah, they had both. You could carry out or sit down, but I used to go there, and I'd, I'd, most of the time I used to take their Indian taco and take it with me. But uh, Santiago's, that you see all over the place, that that originated in Brighton. That family originated in Brighton. All right. Well, good to know. That's one of the reasons I listen to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. I learned something. David, thanks for the contribution. I appreciate it. I think you, do you ever go to a Santiago's now and get yourself a burrito? Well, we, we've lost David. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Um, the reason I wanted to interview Louie from Louie's Pizza is because, you know, you look around and you see restaurateurs, restaurant owners from the 70s and 80s, 90s. And like all of us, they're getting older. And when people say that COVID took down a lot of longtime, very popular restaurants. That may be true, but you got to be careful not to paint with a broad brush. Karen Parker from the Fresh Fish Company, she had a big lease, and her restaurant was set up for dine-in and for brunches. 
And when she couldn't do that, she said, I've been here 38 years. Now, Karen obviously was a young lady when she started, and she's still a very vivacious, reasonably young lady. She's now the general manager of the butchery out in Arbata, up at 80th and Wadsworth, 84th and Wadsworth, whatever it happens to be. But she left. David Racine and Lee Goodfriend sold good friends, uh, sold Racines. And I, I just think that it's important. Tim Payne in Colorado Springs, 40 years of the mason jar. And he said, Mike, I'm 70, 72 years old. I just can't do it anymore. And so consequently, you just hope, yeah, I think it's great that In-N-Out came to Colorado. I think it's great that Whataburger came. I just told you that on my road trip, I ate a Dave's Hot Chicken. There's two of them in Denver. They're coming to Colorado Springs. And it, this lunch that I had this week at Dave's Hot Chicken, it was exceptional. But they're a Johnny come lately. In 2017, three guys, David, he's Armenian, so he's got a, a name, a last name that's a little bit difficult for me to pronounce. He trained under Thomas Keller at the French Laundry up in Napa. Well, he and two buddies put together $900, bought a grill, found a place in L.A. that would let him set up, and they would serve Dave's Hot Chicken. I got the medium. It was wonderfully spiced, had a little bit of t- a twinge to it, but they've also got one called the Reaper where you have to sign a waiver <laughs> if you want to order it that hot. I'm not interested. But it and the fries, and what they did was they decided to model after In-N-Out. In-N-Out has four items on their menu. And that's what they did with Dave's Hot Chicken. And all of a sudden, some of the Hollywood celebs are coming by. The next thing you know, they have investment partners, a rapper named Drake. I'm not familiar with him, but apparently he's a big deal. Samuel L. Jackson, Maria Shriver, formerly the first lady of California when she was married to Schwarzenegger. Thomas Werner, the owner of the Boston Red Sox. And they went from putting together $900 to 100 locations in four years. And they expect to go to 700 within the next two years. Well, we're blessed to have those. But we don't want to lose the old. And that's recognizing them over the last couple weeks on shows in both Colorado Springs and Denver. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the restaurant. All right, a little Rolling Stones. It has been 54. I'm Mike Boyle. It is National Parents Day. And I will tell you that as a parent, the day that my daughter Kaylee Boyle arrived, 
I found out what love was all about. I'm telling you what, happy National Parents Day to all of you parents out there. Let's go to Ronnie and Greeley. I haven't talked to Ronnie in a while. Ronnie, welcome to the show. Mike, how you been? I got to tell listeners I've been fine. Ronnie is an over-the-road trucker, and he was with us on a recent trip to Mexico. A day isn't wasted when I learn something, and it was great talking to Ronnie. And just, you know what, because they said, hey, you know, we I talked about Lot Lizards, uh, a couple <laughs> books out by C.J. Box. He said, oh, yeah, it's very real. If you don't know what a Lot Lizard is, that is women that uh, – <laughs> Make themselves available to truckers at all the yeah. truck stops across the country. Um, I said, what is the basic trucker diet? Coffee, cigarettes, and potato chips? And he said, <laughs> probably basically, but not me. He said, some good truck stops up there. He prepares his meals every Sunday evening before he leaves on Monday for the entire week so that he can have him in his sleeper. He can eat reasonably well. Um, how am I doing, Ronnie? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, I was just giving you a call, see how you've been, and uh, I wanted to let you know that I finally made my way over to Fat Alberts. And, good uh, for you. Did yep, you get a yep. chance to and meet Sue Albert over there? She wasn't there, but um, okay. um, I had a nice little meal. And then on the way back yesterday uh, from the mountains, I stopped and had uh, lunch at the 49th, which was oh, pretty okay. good. Oh, okay. They do a great they, job know, over there at Kipling yeah, and you, you, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, over there by Kip, uh, Kipling and Quincy, kind of. And Thank you. Uh, that, was, okay. that was good, too. That was good, too. So, yeah, I was just uh, uh, been listening to your show, wanted to uh, call in. Uh, I don't know if you had it. You said something about a gift certificate or something, but I just uh, wanted to touch base with you. And uh, you, you want a gift certificate, it. Ronnie? You you want a gift certificate? I'll give you a gift certificate. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll uh, yes, I'll sir. give you. Let's see. Since you're up in Greeley, um, I will give you a gift certificate for twenty five bucks. To the Black Eyed Pea, and there's eight of them. You're all up and all over the place driving, but the closest yeah. one to you will be in Westminster. Have you ever been to a Black Eyed Pea? You know, uh, you, since since I've been listening to your show, I finally stopped at a Black Eyed Pea, the one that you're talking. I think it's 120th or over there by Sanzini's or whatever it is. Okay, and uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, there's none up north, and. I used when I lived in Lakewood. I used to go what to the one on There's none up north. Westminster's up north, Ronnie. <laughs> well, yeah, but but Greeley, Greeley, you know, Fort Collins. I understand. You would think there'd be one in Fort Collins, or or you know, because you come up here for the football games and basketball games. So you know. well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We're going to put you on hold. Yes. What did you have at the 49th, by the way? I have the Denali Burger, Denali Junior. And I'll tell you what, I'm going back for the fish and chips and the mussels. Those looked excellent. My buddy got the shepherd's pie, and uh, everything looks good. I mean, everything was great and fresh, and, yeah, it was a cool place. It's called the 49th, listeners, if you're not familiar with it. Like you said, Kipling and 40, Quincy and Kipling, Kipling and whatever. Uh, it's called yeah. the 49th because the folks are from Alaska, which, of course, was the 49th state. If you went to public school, you probably don't know that. But um, – 
anyway, it was the 49th state. Hawaii was the 50th. And they're very nice people. And it's just got a nice, you walk in and it's got a nice outdoorsy feel even when you're inside. And it's got a nice neighborhood feel. People are very, very nice. So uh, if you happen to be in that neighborhood, stop in and tell the owners you heard about it on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. And thanks for stopping in to see uh, Fat Alberts, Ronnie. I, I, they do yeah. a wonderful job as well. So, uh, Ronnie, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to get your mailing address, and I will mail you a gift certificate for um, just because I feel like it, okay? Thank you, Mike, and I hope to see you soon, buddy. I do, too. Go back to Mexico with us. We'd love to have you. All right, his name is Ronnie. He's in Greeley. Dana, we're at the news. We're going to ask you to hold on. Apparently, Dana's got a television show for me. I want to know if Dana's seen suits. I think it is a great, great show. Lincoln Lawyer's got the second season out. August 3rd, the second half of the second season will be out. So we got plenty to talk about. Restaurants, whatever you feel like talking about, give me a call. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show in Denver on News Talk 710 KNUS in Colorado Springs. AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.